no chance. What's up, everybody? Episode 46 of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your host, Ryan. And Nate. Quick disclaimer before we get into anything podcast related. It is like 11.39 p.m. West Coast time. I am stupid tired. I'm, I'm sure you are too. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't really do much today, so I can't it's complain. Been a, it's been but a, it, well, today's your your day off, but it's been a long yeah. fucking day. Uh, but you know, we we never miss a deadline. We're always on on point. Um, so we bring to you on this fine evening, <laughs> episode forty six. Uh, thank you guys for following us every week. Uh, I, I look. I know it's kind of hard to keep up with every episode, man. I know we're putting in that work, and I know for some people <laughs> they be falling off. They're like, "Look, I, I mean, I tried, man. It's hard. I can't, I can't keep up with you guys." And I guess that's a, is that a compliment? I'm, I'm assuming that's a compliment. I think so, dude. Right? I think so. Yeah. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, once again, we are the number one streetwear podcast in the world. The world. The entire fucking world. The so, world. Yes. I know a person that listens to this in Sweden. That means yeah. we're the number one in the world. <laughs> Just off that alone. We got we yeah. got people in high places. Um, but yes, like Nate said, the number one streetwear podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I have a great story, and I've been holding off on this for... Dude, a, you've been holding off on this story for like a week. About a I week. I think it was what? It was like Saturday when you mentioned yes, this? this was last Saturday, and it actually <laughs> took place last Thursday. So I've, I've been holding on to it for a minute. But I wanted to tell you for the first time um on the episode so i can get the natural reaction okay so i'm gonna start from the very beginning but i have have a close friend um known him for pretty much all my life you know we played in our our little uh basketball league when we were younger and our families have been you know okay i already know the story because you don't play basketball stop stop This is all fiction. We're not mentioning. We're not mentioning that anymore. I'll I'll serve. I'll serve you up on on a court. Um, Okay, but I've known him all my life. Uh, You know, we talk about the podcast from now and then. You know, it's it's kind of like something we discuss in passing. You know, what are you up to? I'm doing this. How's work? Blah blah blah. So I I you know I tell him about the podcast. Um, He's always been into like shoes and like streetwear a little bit but not to the extent that you know most people sort of um fanboy over uh so it's kind of like low-key um sort of you know thing he's into but so one of the things is you know he just started this new job right um by the way crazy crazy right so he just started this new job at and, you know, when you, you get into the, the groove of a new job, you, you're trying to, you know, connect with everybody. You're, you're never sort of, you know, isolating yourself. You're just trying to get within, you know, the the, the circle of, of friends. Like, it, it's hard at, at a new job because, obviously, you don't know anybody. Uh, so you do your best, right? You start those casual conversations. Sometimes you gauge off of what the person is wearing and you start to start a conversation around that, right? So yeah, wait, 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 hold on. Do I 
Do yeah. I know this person or just some random? No, yeah, his name uh, his name is Michael. He's like uh, my friend, my friend Matt's brother. Okay, I don't think I've met him. We'll discuss this after. You you definitely met him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so right. good homie. And uh, so we talk about the podcast. I tell him, you know, it's about streetwear. It's about these clothing brands. It's about, you know, uh, your mindset when it comes to clothing, all this sort of stuff. And he tells me, I'm trying to listen from every episode from one till you know, your most current. So I think the last time I talked to him, he was maybe on like 30 something. So shout out to you, Michael. Uh, hopefully you get to this episode eventually. Um, but know that I'm talking about you on it. So it's his first week at his new job, right? He, he sees this, this, uh, this girl and she's the one that sort of like, you know, onboarded him into his new job, you know, introduced him to his workspace, all that stuff, you know, kind of like almost like his manager in a sense. Right. Yeah. She's wearing, you know, no, not, not even she's wearing, let's start from the beginning during their conversations with each other. Right. She mentions that she's a fashion major. She graduated in fashion. Right. Is that a degree? Is fashion a degree? It is, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, there's just like uh, fashion yeah. merchandising, but I didn't know if the fashion was a specific, you know, major. But she majored in fashion, and that's what she was interested in. Cool, right? So he decides to have conversations about streetwear, assuming that a fashion, you know, a fashion major may know a little bit about streetwear clothing you know certain brands you know we see that the 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 blurring of the lines that we always talk about so it kind of makes sense to ask those type of questions so he's asking about you know you know what does she think about supreme and you know stussy and the hundreds and does she like what are her favorite brands casual conversation right not overthinking it just trying to get to know her that's day one the next day right he sees her again she's wearing you know just some regular you know nike sportswear shoes i think there were some vapor maxes or something like that he goes up to her right you know fly shoe he goes up to her and says you know hey like i like those shoes are those the vapor max like how do they fit you know do you what do you like about them you know casual conversation never thinking anything time out time time out out. sure sure all right go ahead Michael, if you're listening to this, I mean, we haven't heard the complete story yet, but I don't know, man. I think it's I think you need to work on your game a little bit. <laughs> okay. The way Ryan's okay. The way Ryan's portraying you, my, my, it's not very it's okay. not the most positive. My man's is a, is is a fully committed man's and he's okay. good, he's he's Gucci on 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 all fronts. And this okay. is just, you know, trying to get to know the people that you kind of know. I mean, he's the first this is the first person that he's talked to. Um, the first person that's talked to him, brought him into the company, et cetera. So casual conversation. Oh, those are Vapor Maxes. Those are nice. I like them. You know, you know, what other, you know, Nikes do you have? Whatever. Like I like streetwear, blah, blah, blah. This is a podcast I listen to, blah, blah, blah. Right. Just normal conversation. Next day, they have a one-on-one meeting together because he is, or she is his superior. Right. Yes. During the conversation. She goes, okay, I have to bring this up, and this is totally unrelated to the topic that we're talking about, which was probably something about work, but she says, I'm not going to quote this because 
you know, he didn't quote it when she, when he <laughs> told me the story, but in in latent terms, she said, "You know, I feel really uncomfortable with you asking me about quote unquote streetwear. I feel like you are racially targeting me because I am." Uh, and she's African-American because I am African-American. And she, she also said, I I believe you're targeting me because I'm African-American. And the brands that you're talking to me about and this streetwear you keep talking about is something that is predominantly worn and started by African-Americans. And I like when he told me this, right, I was like, no fucking way. The story took like a complete 180 from what I thought it was going to Exactly. Be. <laughs> and this is this is exactly one why I wanted to tell it to you live. Is you know that, what I imagined? What? I imagined that, you know, Michael it's his first day, you know, starts talking to this girl, you know, maybe his game isn't so sharp, maybe it's not so <laughs> on point the first few That's days. That's the first thing you're going to think of, huh? Yeah, and then, you know, eventually, it's like, you know, he gets the girl, you know, boom boom, they live happily ever after in their supreme box logos like that's what i thought this was, i thought that this is what you know <laughs> they just ride away no they, they ride away uh, uh into the sunset on their, uh, in supreme, their kayaks. supreme kayaks <laughs> or in supreme life vests or they ride yeah. away on their little supreme dirt bikes uh, with their yeah. supreme helmets and, and shit but yeah like and and i'll repeat it again in case the listeners didn't hear she said i feel as if you're targeting me because of my race and that the subject you are speaking me speaking to me about is r- directly related to my skin color. And two things. My initial reaction was, holy shit, what did I do? <laughs> like my personal reaction was like, shit, I introduced him to this podcast. And he's like, he has streetwear on the top of his mind. And now he's about to get fired from his job that he was just working at for like the, <laughs> within the first week. And I'm like, God damn it. Like I should have never told him to listen to us. My second reaction was, where does this, I'm not even going to call it sensitivity, but where does this inclination to almost categorize this as being a racial issue. And I mean, to each their own, if you're offended by something somebody says, you have all rights to be offended, right? It's not our job to to be able to interpret how everybody thinks. But there is a fine line between mediocrity and what is an actual <laughs> worthy complaint. Because, I mean... You have that same reaction after I told you the story because you even said it yourself. You're, you're you weren't expecting that at all, right? Yeah, I I don't know. For me, that's just that's just an argument, or that's a that's kind of a complaint that you know I don't really hear of often. I'm sure it happens. I'm not gonna say that doesn't happen, but that's just something that I don't hear very often. Um, at least like in my own experience, like, so that's why it kind of took me off guard, you know? Um, I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you think? Like, how did you feel when he first told you this? Like, what was your first initial reaction? Like, just like off the dome. It made me feel as if low key, like we talk about streetwear, right? We don't, 
attach any sort of identity, any sort of classification or um, income status, economic, economic, socioeconomic status, race, gender, whatever, to streetwear, right? I feel like the term street gets very, very particular with certain people because yeah, street that, is a very slang it's term. a very like yeah it's a very like polarizing word yes. like you say that to somebody and they have this image in their mind and then you say it to somebody else and they have a com- like a complete different completely different image yes um associated with that word so. exactly and yeah. i understand that piece but to and, and if you're looking at the situation of 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 me of me as her saying, hey, I'm a fashion major. I love fashion. I love clothes. If I'm myself, me as speaking as Ryan, and I love streetwear, I'm almost going to want to bring up that conversation, you know, because we talk about it in every episode. Fashion and streetwear are blurring the lines on almost becoming one. Fashion almost just continuously feeding off of what streetwear is doing so i think it's a viable conversation to have now do i think that it's going to bring up this this polarizing discussion of who you are and where you came from and and what you've gone through not at all like that is never the intention when we're talking about clothing although you we could both agree that we do take a step back and try to see how clothing affects us but i never would have ever thought that it would offend somebody you know yeah i mean i i get it i definitely get it um and like you said you know everyone has a right to feel how they feel whether they're offended by that or not um and of course like everybody's entitled to their own opinion on this situation you know you may agree with this person and how she feels or you may be like you know, maybe she was a little bit out of hand. I don't know. Like, you have to decide that for yourself. But, you know, this kind of got me thinking that associating streetwear with one particular culture, one particular, like, ethnicity, whatever, like, it's almost like it's you're putting it in a box. Exactly. If you will. Because streetwear is such, itself, from the beginning, was always such, like, a mixture of different things that it can't be tied down to one specific, you know, like one specific group, one specific, you know, like it's such a, it's such a, you know, melting pot of different subcultures, whether it's like skating, punk, whatever, hip hop, sneakers, it's all part of that same, um, that same category of streetwear. So to say that, you feel like it's like someone's attacking you particularly because you're this or you're that. And I don't know. It, to me, it just seems like you're putting streetwear in a box. You're putting. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah. it's rough. And, and, you know, like we, like I said earlier, it, it, you can't, you can't, you can't be offended by somebody who's taking offense because we all interpret things differently. But I think, I mean, if we're going to be real particular, if I was if I was talking about streetwear to a a surfer kid from from the middle of California or Los Angeles, 
And then I could see a reason why he'd be like, dude, are you just talking to me about that? Because like I surf and, you know, that's where streetwear was originated from. Like that's where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like if if you want to be specific and you want to speak to a certain culture, then then maybe the type of streetwear she's referring to is, I don't know, what, hip hop culture or, you know, something more along the lines of what we're seeing on social media and stuff like that. But it it just I'm not going to say it rubs me the wrong way. It just it it opens my eyes to a sensitivity that I didn't think that I had in regards to when I communicate with people about something as simple as their clothing, because yeah. like we always talk about is clothing oftentimes equals identity and sometimes clothing equals self-esteem. So, yeah, that's very true. It's It's hard to pinpoint maybe not how sensitive somebody can be towards the, I mean their own clothing or what they wear but maybe their clothing oftentimes almost acts as a shield in that they're trying not to remain a status quo but instead maybe fit in to be more accepted so yeah, I mean that's yeah that's very valid too so and in this case right um, from how he from how he explains uh, the corporate environment is that it's very m- non non minority if you want to say that much, and when you are a minority in that sense, you almost feel as if you have to dress to fit in, dress a certain way to fit in, right? Yeah, and I mean that's where we get the whole like tech startupy look is because you gotta fit the position and you do that sometimes by your clothing and sometimes you don't want to put yourself in that box and when you get called out for not wanting to I guess the word is conform yeah then you get called out by it then I can see why you would take offense to it because it's like yeah I'm not trying to dress like everybody else and I think you're just targeting me because I'm dressing like who I am and in that being a person that likes streetwear and in this case is being classified as being solely African-American, which I mean, it's, it's a hard, it's a, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, um, I want to say confusing, but it, it's, it definitely gets me thinking, you know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely a subject where you kind of have to tread lightly because, you know, it's, it's definitely a hard subject, where, uh, especially if you don't want to step on anyone's toes. However, I do think that, I don't know, and whatever, hate on me if you want, but I do think there might have been a bit of an overreaction in this situation. Uh, like I, I, mean, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Like I, I understand like her point is very valid that situations like this do exist, but I think in this particular case, you know, there might have been a bit of an overreaction to it. Um, just because I'm sure like Michael, since he you know, I was introduced to streetwear. You know, when you first learn about something and you see somebody else that you, that seems like they're into the same thing, like you're, you know, most people's natural reaction is to talk to them about it, you yeah. know? No, that's so, true. Yeah, I mean, as long as it wasn't done in a way that was like condescending or like derogatory, then all good. Like, I don't see any issues there whatsoever. Because like I was saying earlier, 
with such a diverse culture, with the such diverse culture that streetwear is, it's hard to pinpoint like its exact roots. Like you can't yeah. pinpoint, you can't point to one specific group and say they were solely responsible for the start of streetwear. You know, of course. Um, like I was saying earlier, it just comes from you know a long list of different subcultures, and you know that kind of make it make it what it is today. So yeah, I think. I don't know. For me personally, like it's just it's hard to get upset over something like that. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, and that I mean, and this is the question I want to ask you because we have. I mean, assuming now, it seems as if we have a social responsibility of delivering the mess, d- delivering the message with almost a grain of salt, right? Because we we talk about streetwear and we talk about the inner workings of it. We talk about the history of it. We talk about, you know, how a person should think when it comes to streetwear sometimes. And although it, it may, we may come off as opinionated, which most times we do, it, it still baffles me on how something like that, like you wouldn't think that you, you could offend somebody talking to them about streetwear. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so my question is, do you think that's that's something that is something to think about? Because I'm not saying that every person that listens to this podcast is going to take it overboard. And every time they run into somebody wearing a certain brand, they're going to start asking questions. But the goal of this podcast is to get people to question why they wear the things that they wear. So does that does that. I want to say confuse you, but do you think that there's something there that almost makes it a little bit harder? I think so. I mean, like I, like I said earlier, it's, there's always that sort of like fine line between, you know, something that's okay and something that may be offensive. Um, I just never really thought streetwear would be that, you know, like you'll never come to that. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, especially for in the like social climate, socio-political climate, if you will, uh, that we're living in today. Um, I think a lot of people are on edge and, you know, rightfully so. I get it. It's 2018, but it, you know, it seems like we haven't made much progress on that front um, as of late. So I get it. I understand. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird subject. It's, it's, it is kind of confusing, like you're talking about, because I don't know. I've never had to have this conversation before. Yeah, you know, and it and it and it does, and that's why I'm saying it, it baffles me because I never thought that the topics that we talk about we would have to be socially responsible. And I understand, like you said, like it's the climate where there's a lot of soft people out there, and and being opinionated is it's not hard to do. But it's hard to stomach when other people get upset. And it's not something a lot of people do anyways nowadays. I mean, it, everybody thinks that having an opinion means you, ha- means you have to live or die by it. Rather than, rather than having somebody like counter, counter argue and, and just having a discussion. It's, it, it's not something that you have to, you always have to, you know 
keep a hundred percent all the time. You know, you exactly you have conversations with people, you learn more information and you go from there. And I think that's, that's, that's definitely one of the pieces that I think could have changed the situation, you know, like sometimes all you need is an explanation to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm tripping, (laughs) you know, like the reason why I asked you about streetwear is because you told me you were a fashion major and you were wearing, you know, clothing and brands that I liked. So I thought that we had similar interests, but to think that you were going to misconstrue everything that I said, it's, it, it almost turns you off to, to wanting to not only open up to somebody that you see wearing a brand, but just opening up in general. And that kind of, that kind of messes with your head. Yeah. It almost makes you second guess on, who and what you know you're going to talk about yeah so i don't know i think like we like you're talking about our responsibility as you know people who have opinions and share those opinions with others um like from the beginning we stated that this podcast was always about having a conversation and i think from the start we sort of put it out there that you know we're not always going to be 100 percent right no one is you know yeah um but that that's just part of the ongoing conversation of what is streetwear and how it plays such a big role in you know essentially the fabric of our society our culture um so i think i don't know i think it's important to have this conversation too because it's a conversation that i you know that i don't think happens too often so i think it's important that we address it yeah, or that it gets addressed. And I would say, I, I'd say, looking at it in the sense of, if you look at a lot of the most influential people in streetwear, in fashion, people that are coming up, people that are getting the most recognition, people that are starting the newest trends, a lot of them are, you know, people of the hip hop community, people, uh, African Americans, and that's fine. You know, like they're killing it. Like Virgil's killing it. ASAP Rocky is killing it. Heron Preston is killing it. Like there's there's so many people of of so many different races and diversities that are killing it. But to say that just because Virgil gets menswear designer of Louis Vuitton doesn't mean that because I'm asking you about your Louis Vuitton sneakers is because you got them because Virgil is of the same racial ethnicity as you are like it's it's just it's pretty outlandish but i understand it but i think like you said the conversation has to be had because this is something that me and you do on a day-to-day basis when we go to different streetwear stores or we're just walking around and we see somebody wearing that that brand Who's to say that us asking them about that isn't going to trigger that same reaction? And we can't control that, but it's a question. It, it's a question now. <laughs> yeah, and I think I don't know. Part of me thinks that it's because streetwear maybe has some sort of like negative connotation behind it, or sort sort of like negative reputation behind it. Do you think so? Uh, I mean, depending on who you are maybe somebody who's older maybe somebody who doesn't understand it okay yeah there's there may be some sort of you know negative you might hold some negative view of what streetwear is so with that in mind i think 
if someone was to ask you, oh, why are you wearing this? Why are you wearing that? Knowing that they may have that negative opinion of streetwear, I get that. Like that, that might trigger me too. But I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird situation. Like I said, I don't, I just think it could have been completely avoided altogether. But I mean, I'm sure it happens on, on a bigger scale. Uh, than we're seeing with like Michael and his coworker, whatever you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and this this brings up a, a, a um, sort of like a concept here is that we see brands that are built around certain themes, right? Pleasures is built around this punk kind of emotional. I'm depressed but also happy sort of sort of vibe, right? And then you have things like I don't know, Born and Raised is built around this uh, familiar um, like almost like a gang culture, uh, just family in general, that's sort of, and just deeply rooted into Los Angeles type thing, right? Now, say you see somebody wearing Born and Raised. They're from Los Angeles. They're Hispanic, right? What if that turns into, and and just, just, just go along with me here, what if that turns into a sort of bias that people start to have when they start to base who you are by the brands that you wear? Now, we already do that, right? We already do that to a sense. We say, oh, you're wearing a full Yeezy outfit. You're Herb. Like, you're whack. We already judge people based off of the brands they wear. But what if it turns into it being serious? You know what I mean? Like instead of just just making fun of somebody lightheartedly, if you will, and turns into full on like no, hate. not lighthearted. Like, think yeah, about, exactly. Think about yeah, yeah. think about how the I guess the the sy- symbolism of a of a black hoodie, right? Yeah. In, in today's um, in today's climate, what a black hoodie represents in regards to just police brutality and everything in regards to that, right? Criminal uh, uh, injustice to, to a specific uh, community. Now, what if that born and raised t-shirt speaks to that same sort of ideal, but towards that of the Hispanic community and that any, anybody that wears a born and raised t-shirt represents these idealisms and to people that know the brand and that follow like their sort of iconography and just like the type of people that work it, you would think that they were like all Mexican gang ba- gangbangers. I know that they aren't, but to somebody that doesn't know streetwear and doesn't know, you know, um, like someone, who, someone basically someone who's going to make assumptions based on yes, you know, like what they're yeah. I think in that case, it's. You know, it's again, it's the same thing. You can't tie the ideal, the ideas, the kind of theme of a brand to one specific culture. Because, okay, take the idea of born and raised. Okay? Yeah. They, they are based out of Venice, Venice, California. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and, you know, in each neighborhood, of course, you're going to have like a certain demographic that lives there. Venice. I don't know what like the main demographic is there, but whatever. I watch Lords um, of Dog. I watch Lords of Dogtown. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but I think the idea can still be kind of carried over to a different culture, you know? Like, for instance, if you take that same... that Their main theme is that they're about representing their homes and, you know, being about their community that they grew up in of and course. cherishing that. And that's their theme. And I don't think you can tie that to one specific neighborhood, one specific, like, ethnic background. Like, that's just... That's, like, a universal theme that many other groups can share so in that case like i don't know that's that's kind of like the way that i look at it if you will it's but it's so hard to think that i mean granted and and i'm just going to sort of preface you know the statement that i made is that of course i'm not going to be thinking like that but there are people like that of who michael dealt with that will and you don't think that when you think of something as simple as a graphic on a t-shirt or a streetwear brand sold in zoomies or wherever you buy it, you know, like it's, um, it shifts the way of thinking when it comes to, Hey man, I like your shirt. You don't know how he's going to interpret. I like your shirt. Do you like it because it's for me? Are you telling me that you like this shirt because it's for my type of people? Like, you just never know and that's the sort of that's the sort of end of the road or not even end of the road but that's the sort of speed bump that we come to when we have opinions about streetwear it's we have these opinions we like these brands we like these collections but when it comes to how a person interacts with them it's is it a touchy subject now like like what I don't, I don't necessarily think so. Um, I, I definitely see it. I definitely, you know, get the sense that it can be, depending on the situation, of course, depending on what was said. But I think overall, it's, you know, to go up to somebody and ask them about streetwear, whether they're this, whether they're that, whatever, I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that should be a sensitive subject. It's just, it's literally the clothing that you wear yeah. and the things that you like. Of course, unless you're saying, you know, of course, unless you're asking that person like, oh, do you like this because you are of this demographic? You're mm-hmm. this ethnicity. Now that's, like, that, yeah, that's definitely. Then that's like, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. That's, of course, like you're stepping over the boundary on that one. But I don't know. I don't think it streetwear has to be a touchy subject it's just it's streetwear at the end of the day at the end of the day jesus christ here we go again um it's literally clothing of course but i mean of course there is like a community thing behind it too but i mean streetwear essentially it's it's clothing so i mean you couldn't have said it any better than that i mean i totally agree it's a it's definitely a conversation and I think that's one of the things that we speak to in, in every episode of, of this podcast is you got to have those conversations because, I mean, by all means, like sometimes when you over overextend that reach of, of trying to have a conversation, you end up like Michael and sometimes you have to go through that. But I think sort of, what do they say? What's What's the analogy? when you when you learn how to swim is just you know just dive dive right in basically it's i don't so, i don't know uh, how to swim so. <laughs> okay that reference flies right over your head but just yeah. sort of like just doing it you know and and that conversation i think i heard that somewhere one time 
What? Nothing. Never mind. But <laughs> good. <laughs> I just do it. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Is that Adidas? No. I don't but know. um. But yeah. I mean, just just that conversation has to be had, and I mean, sometimes shitty results may come of it. But I think, I mean, we can both sort of attest to this is we've learned. Maybe Michael just needs to stop being racist. Maybe that's the whole problem. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just kidding, Michael. (laughs) I'm sure he had all the best intentions. But just, I mean, just having that conversation. And like I said, I think we can both attest to this is having that conversation has opened us up to multiple perspectives about a singular thing which is that of streetwear and i wouldn't think that i I would have so many deeper meanings or deeper understandings of like you said a graphic on a shirt or just simply clothing but yeah i don't know how i how i got so wrapped up into this like socioeconomic power that's true political yeah, yeah like maybe i'm just been watching too much like cron news or something because i feel brainwashed man i feel like i'm i'm becoming too woke <laughs> i think that's the case like I'm yeah def- i'm definitely not like i'm i'm right on your side Th- these are just clothes man like at least for yeah. me now like this is simply clothes like i've been getting to rid, rid a lot of stuff because i'm starting to realize that you know when r- when real life things come up, they're just closed at the end of the day. So, I mean, they are and they aren't. Let's just put it that way. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, you said it. You said it, man. Um, I want. <laughs> I, 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 I just thought this was a good, a good story to tell because it is something that could potentially happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, now, now hearing hearing all this. It's something that can happen, and I'm not gonna say, you know, shy away from your opinions. If you're somebody like, I mean, somebody like myself, I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna be opinionated. I, I feel like I have an opinion on everything. Like, name, name a topic. Name, name literally ev- anything, and I feel like I, I have something for it. Like, I fruit. Either, well, I hate fruit unless it's blended, but I also like smoothies with pieces of fruit in it. So maybe I do like fruit. I'm just sort of working my way up to liking it. See, okay. like it, I, I feel like it, I feel like I can I can have an opinion on everything. But to to that point, don't be afraid to have an opinion. It's we live in a very sensitive era, and like I said, like you're gonna have to don't live and die by your opinion, but live and die by your truth. And as long as you're 100 percent with yourself, then you're good to go, man. Yeah, so let's sum up like the three main takeaways from this episode. Shit, okay. Man. Don't number ask one, a girl about her vapor maxes. That's number one. Two, <laughs> don't be racist like Brian's friend Michael. Okay, let's start over, start over, start over. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, what's, what's number one? What's what's the what's sorry. number one? Number one is don't be racist. That's done. I mean, just in general. I'm not saying Michael's <laughs> racist, but I'm just saying just don't be racist. I think that's a okay. That's a good right. general rule of thumb. Okay. Yes. Please don't um, be racist. Uh, number two. two um, would you say like? Um, I would say don't be afraid to have your own opinion or have a um, conversation. Be, that I think that yeah, can go be, hand in hand. Yeah, because opinions change. You know, like you said, you're not set in stone. Yep. You you learn. You know, sometimes you need yeah. Sometimes you need people to tell you that you're an idiot and that your opinion sucks. So, 
And uh, I think that's, and that's, that's their think opinion. That's number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people can have yeah. an opinion about your opinion and that cycle is just going to keep going on and on forever and ever. So just don't take things too serious. And I think that's number three. Don't take yeah. shit so seriously. And you'll have a much better, happier, healthier life, I think. Yeah. Yeah, would you agree? Wow, we could have just, we could have just, that could have been the entire episode. No, but I think we had to provide some sort of context, some sort of life lesson learning story. Because those types of things, and I know, like, there was the the peak of the story where you thought it was going to go one way, but it went a completely opposite direction, and you're like, damn, they dropped some knowledge. And that's the point of this episode. I I had the title of what I wanted to name it while I was preparing for the episode, but I completely forgot it. So I think it'll, it'll, you know, it'll pop back up um, probably once we end. But you know what we should do? What? You know, since we're all about storytelling and giving out life lessons and shit, we should, we should make like a children's book, but like streetwear. Wow. My first Supreme or like something, something along that lines. Like, Ooh, like what, what if each streetwear brand like focused on their like, their like main claim to fame and just made like a children's book out of it like i would love to read a like a like the hundreds atom bomb story like just runs into all these like different like cartoon characters that they do it's like the hungry caterpillar but instead of caterpillar (laughs) it's like (laughs) yeah it's like um who's the who's the 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 train what's the what's the train's name thomas thomas the train or like adam the adam the bomb or some shit like that like like the story would be like he he's just he's always so upset that he, at any second he's gonna explode. But he oh learns... dude, I have the per you know it could be about Adam trying to control his anger Ooh. every time he gets angry, he explodes. But then he dude. dies. Yeah, I mean it's a children's book. He'll come back to life. It's no, dude, dude, no, there's no death in children's books. All right. Yeah, exactly. It's all right, whatever. We'll we'll hash out the details of our children's book later. How about hey. how about he just always he always is on the cusp of exploding but learns to control himself through meditation. <laughs> yeah. And then the karate kid collaboration is at the end is is the is the ending. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. It's it's been a long day. It's about 12:30 in the morning and um we got, you know, yo, we got big stuff on the horizon. I know that may sound like a lie because we say that every episode and you've yet to see shit. So bear with us. But we have a lot of stuff on the way. Um, new things. Yeah, we're to, trying to get our shit together. Of course, man. Life, life's life. Yeah. <laughs> life is life and, and life is tough. But on that note, um, anything to flex before we uh, before we head out? Any any Anything to... Uh, to shout the shout out to the peoples any any shout outs in um, general yeah uh congrats on the new apartment by the way oh thanks man yeah yeah thank you yeah i'm so I'm, uh, ryan well, just scored a new place 99 percent there i still so. have to sign the papers but in a matter of no time i will yeah. be a resident of san francisco and uh we'll be able to put out more content more more videos more merch we're gonna we're gonna we'll be able to drink more more of that yes definitely we're the just the just the production level is gonna be like when when the world hit the industrialization stage that's gonna be us when i move into my apartment and it's gonna be so like essentially this is like 
We're in like. If you want an analogy, this is us moving from farming to factories in the exactly. city. Exactly. If you want an industrial revolution reference, you know. Exactly. This is what we're currently yeah. going through. Um, no, I would say like right now we're kind of in like the like Egyptian era where we're like pulling stones to create a pyramid, but then when I get this apartment, it'll be more like the industrialization Egyptian era. because we're colored. That's kind of fucked up, man. We just talked about this, this whole episode. You know what? Let's that's, that's a good place to end. Oh, last <laughs> one. Last shout out, man. Shout out to Jesus and Mero, man. Like, did you watch the last episode on vice on vice land? I feel like, uh, if I, I can choose two doppelgangers that we closely relate to in terms of dynamic in the entertainment industry, they're like the the uh, the poster of Jesus that a lot of people have on their um, walls. That's like them for me. <laughs> okay. That's <just laughs> on that note. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of or this week's episode of the no chance podcast as always make sure you follow us on all of our socials at no chance podcast i'm not going to spell it out for you because i'm assuming you can spell um yeah and if anything it's it'll be linked in our bio so check us out and make sure you follow us so you can you know stay up to date with all the shit that we release and uh on that note we'll see you guys next week have a good one peace